I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Justa, where she's going to let us know how to create an effective and fun weekly schedule as an entrepreneur. Hey Justa. Hey. So the first question that I have is, how do you start planning for your week to make it really effective? I had a challenge before. Um, I was just as like kind of like a new entrepreneur coming from my nine to five. I'm used to that schedule. When it came to actually being an entrepreneur full time, trying to figure out my schedule was a challenge. It probably took me maybe like a year to kind of like, hey, I need to actually sit down and plan and then figure out what makes me happy or what makes me really stay creative. So when I am planning out my schedule, I usually look at my whys. Um, why am I doing certain things? And then I'll break it down into like on a daily basis. For example, my schedule, um, starting out with, with like Monday. Monday, I know Monday has always been chaotic for me. I work from a co-working space but trying to go to a co-working space on Monday, the traffic, everybody's like, all chaos. It's just a mess. So I decide to do my Mondays where I just stay home. I work from home. I'm very productive. I wake up like probably like 5.30 in the morning, get my work done, finish work probably like like 10 o'clock, take a shower, get dressed, and then go back to work, cook, whatever, go back to work. My Tuesdays are pretty much relaxed, and most people are, like, calm. They already settled in into their 9 to 5. So Tuesdays, I go into my co-working space, and I actually, I get, like, a lot done. And then it comes to Wednesdays, I, like, I need to go back to my hub. I need to go back to my home, I guess I should say. So Wednesdays, I work from home, and it actually works out really good because I get to, re- like, my whole point is, like, I need to relax to be able to be create uh, to be able to create and be creative. Um, so that's that's the standpoint that I'm taking it in. Like my whole purpose is just being creative and trying to find that space of my happiness. So like that is kind of like my middle grounds of happiness. Just having an even measure between working from a co-working space and also working from home. Thursdays comes around. I know everybody knows kind of like Thursdays. It's like there's a lot of networking events. There's a lot of things going on. So like I prefer going to my co-working space. I work for my co-working space. I finish at 6 o'clock. I'm like networking my behind off everywhere, just enjoying. And I could even network until probably like 10, 11 o'clock at night. Or like just hang out and have fun and just catch up with my uh, other friends, everybody else. Just catch up with them that day. But like then I know because my Friday, I usually work from home. So it's a relaxed Friday. So I could stay out a little bit late at night um, on Thursday because I need to network and da 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 that has to happen. Fridays are very coming. Um, I, I like now I want to focus actually on Fridays on my finances just to delegate Fridays where I just look at my finances for probably like two or three hours and ch- trying to get a good breakdown of that. Um, Saturdays usually me day. From everything, house, da-da-da, cooking, I love cooking, so come over on Saturdays. Um, Sundays, 
spiritual day. As an entrepreneur, it's like the belief system. I need to build up my belief system and I need to build up my spiritual life to be able to understand exactly what I'm doing. And as a believer, you need to go where believers are. So like I do spend like my mornings like in a church and so like I'm Catholic. I go to Catholic masses, but sometimes I will go to like other masses because like like there's a church that I go to now, which actually Oprah recommended. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> no, I was I was actually seeking for a church, and I couldn't. Like I was like, please God help me find like a really good church. And then I was watching YouTube. Oprah yeah. came on and it's interviewing this guy, and come to find out, it's one of the biggest churches in New York. Oh really? Wow. So and I was like, oh my God, Oprah spoke to me, and Oprah <laughs> said, you get it, you get this, you get this, and I get to find out where church is at. So like that's my Sundays. You. You have so many things that you are in charge of, especially as an entrepreneur, and you're doing this mostly on your own here in New York City. Obviously, you have help in Tanzania as well. How do you evaluate which projects are valuable enough for you to put your time and effort into? For me, this is like one of my first projects, so I'm very clingy, and I feel like I, like I want to control everything about it. But now I'm learning that I actually need to focus on what I'm really good at and just actually perform really good, which for me, I'm like, when it comes to curating itineraries, I, uh, I love curating itineraries, and that's what I'm good at. And just talking to clients and finding out what is their needs and just curating. But when it comes to marketing and all these other things, it's, it's just too much for me. And I noticed that now. And um, this is actually the time, like, I actually went out, like, one of my friends through a co-working space. I reached out to him, like, listen, I need help with this. Can you be able to help? And then she gave me her input. And then went back to evaluate it. Can I be able to do this particular thing? Um, how could we put it into action? Like, what's the realistic numbers that I could get to be for, for me to release release me of that that hard work? But yet give it to somebody else who loves to do whatever they do so we could both continue loving whatever that we're doing so like now I'm finding out some things I have to let go give it to like the best person who actually has good intention for us to be able to kind of like provide those services for us that is such an important lesson to figure out when you're an entrepreneur because in the beginning you have to do everything yourself and then you quickly learn what you're good at and what you really should pay someone to do. So <laughs> there's certain things that it's worth paying for and you should definitely do it or else you're just going to be wasting a lot of your time doing something that you absolutely hate or dislike to do. When you finally are productive and you're doing all of these things, you have all of your projects, how do you evaluate if they are effective or not for your business? If the money sticks. <laughs> That's like um, when it comes to speaking to clients. Okay, so this is this is the thing about curating experiences, because some people might not see the value of it. I've spoken to certain clients where on the phone, like um, we do consultations, speak to the client, and the client gets really excited and everything else. Before what I was doing, client gets excited and all that. Then I sit down, I end up spending so many hours curating the itinerary. I send it to them, and then they come back to me. They're like, Oh no, I don't need that. Oh. Or all, they're like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. I already booked with somebody else. Oh, no. When I spend, like, so much time kind of, like, curating that itinerary together, 
So now, like using my time wisely, I just have to confirm with the client that they're actually going to be um, going forward with the experiences. So now we have to actually have that physical, uh, have an agreement and also put, put uh, our, mouth, our mouths where our money is to kind of say, hey, I want you, you're really good at what you do. You already sent me like really good examples. Like I've worked with Ted Global to say. Um, I've worked with Georgetown University. Like, I've worked with all these amazing um, companies where they, they have, they, they got, like, really good experience from such a small company uh, for right now. So, like, we have a good repertoire to say that. So, now what we're doing is we want to, uh, people who are interested in coming, we want them to also invest a little bit. So, that's what I learned about my time management. It's like, I need to put more time where I know somebody else is also investing at the same time. Yeah. Getting those deposits are so important <laughs> before you do so much of the work. And that's a great another great lesson to learn for entrepreneurs out there who are service-based is that don't do all of the work first until you have a contract or if you have money put down because most people will usually not put down money or they're going to be more um, reluctant to pull out if they have already put in time and money into it. And even if they do pull out, you still have the security of having some payment that for, for all of the work that you've already done. Thank you for that, Justa. And for being here today, I really appreciate all of the knowledge that you gave us. <laughs> Justa is doing a little dance for, for those of you who can't see this. <laughs> I really appreciate it and for coming all this way to Queens uh, from Brooklyn to, to do this interview. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.